CFF presents 1% Better, a podcast about CrossFit, nutrition, coaching, mindset, and community. Join us as we embark in casual conversation to shed light on what life is like within these black and yellow walls. With episodes coming at you every Monday, you can follow along with Coach Whitney and Taryn as we talk shop about all things CFF. All right, episode 55. Cruising along. We are. I had to hold myself back from asking the question I always ask. Did you think we get the... I feel like 55 isn't like a significant number. At what point do we like end this season or do we just keep going, hit 100 episodes and then we just keep going? Like what makes a season in a podcast? Thank you. Well, I think like if you're like telling a story, like we've listened to like murder podcasts and stuff, like those clearly have a definitive end or do they? Uh, <laughs> um and therefore you can have seasons but i think if you're just a podcast about like stuff stuff <laughs> just general topics every it's a never-ending week. story the story the goes on just goes on <laughs> hey well today we're talking about we're gonna visit acronyms and crossfit but specifically gpp yeah what does that stand for General physical preparedness. There you go. I remember when I was first learning my level one and like preparedness was such a hard word. Well, you just said it wrong. Preparedness. Yeah. Preparedness. Not that way. That's not right. I just, when you look at it, that's like how you see it. You don't see prepared and then this. You see preparedness. I don't. Sending that out to all the English teachers. Please tell us. Well, Mrs. Mitchell was just here. You should have (laughs) asked her about that. Um, Okay, so today's episode is all about GPP. GPP is like the main sort of like... Essence of CrossFit. Yeah, it's like the main methodology behind CrossFit. It's like what CrossFit is. Yes. What is GPP? Like when... I just asked you that. Like when... (laughs) turning the table I know you're doing that too much and I don't like it um I think in like the CrossFit aspect it's like we talk about not specializing in stuff like doing things and being good at stuff but not being great at one specific thing so just having this overall um ability to do anything that is put in front of you Uh, they used to describe it as life is a black box that like you never know what you're gonna get yeah. so you need to be prepared for everything that can come your way some burglar is gonna snatch your purse as you're walking down the the road you gotta be able to chase after mm-hmm. him to get your purse or if you're being chased you need to be able to climb up over a wall to get away you know mm-hmm. there's lots of different scenarios you can put that in to help understand like what that means that life is a black box well i think it's like that example is super relevant for our membership like you can refer to them as like the general population um crossfit can also use that towards like it as a sport like being prepared for whatever event or multitude of movements that can get put together but for our population it is being prepared for real life so on one end of the spectrum no matter what comes your way you're confident you can handle it 
you may not come first at it. You may not be the best at it, but that's ultimately, that's actually the point mm -hmm. to be above average at all skills and domains yes. of fitness. Yes. And that to me would be like the definition of GPP, your ability to apply your fitness across all skills and domains. Mm -hmm. On the other end of the spectrum, somebody who has like specialized in something. So if you take like a marathon runner who competes at a very high level is going to be super specialized in their endurance, mm -hmm. um, sort of like capabilities, yeah. they maximize that. But when you put strength in front of them, they're going to severely lack, you know, or their ability to sprint or produce power and force, like they're going to severely lack on those aspects because they have specialized so hard to be able to run for miles and miles and miles for a very long time. Yeah. And at a quick pace too. Yeah. Right. So and I think that's like the cool and attractive thing about CrossFit is that it, it isn't specialized. There's always something new being put in front of you. Um, and it also kind of leaves you always chasing something, right? Cause you're not spending all this time on this one thing you've got all these things that you're trying to improve upon. Like you can never be perfect, right? No. And I think that's like, you have goals, you hit them and then guess what? You just set new goals. Yeah. That's the addicting part of it. And that was ultimately what drew me in so hard when I first found it was like, it just fit my personality perfectly. Mm -hmm. yeah, ever changing and you could never be perfect at it. You know, um, they say that those that specialize are, are like less fit than those that are above average at all domains. Would you agree? Probably. Yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Like yeah. if you go back to that marathon example, mm -hmm. you know, somebody who is above average with strength, power and force production is going to far outperform, even though this person can, you know, far outperform them on an endurance event, they would still yeah. do all right. And that's the point mm -hmm. that somebody who is more, gpp in tune with is considered more fit than somebody who is specialized in one thing because you're more well-rounded right mm -hmm. why do you think it's important for our members to follow like the gpp way of things versus coming to you saying they want to specialize in something so or like coming sorry let me rephrase that why do you think GPP is more important for our members versus somebody saying, I just want to lift heavy all the time? Because then it allows you to sort of explore life in all realms. Mm -hmm. I would say, you know, like I said, like you can go out and play hockey. You can be able to manage a weekend hunting in the bush and not be completely left behind mm -hmm. or sore for the next five days. You know, you have now unlocked a little bit of potential to what you can and can't do. And I think just that ability to be able to go from domain to domain and be all right with your efforts, like that's important. I think that is more like quality of life. You know, it's great to be super awesome at one thing, but then that leaves such a lacking in other areas and other activities and, and stuff like that, you know, mm -hmm. makes it a little less fun. When would you say there is like the place for specialization? High performance athletes, sports specific high performance athletes, but then even arguably their general base of fitness is the most important thing before they even get into the sports specialization thing, you know? So it's almost 
where you see that most evidence I would say is in little kids mm -hmm. when the parents think that their kids are the next NHL player. So yeah. they want to be doing sports specific things and they're only six, seven years old. Yeah. But right now your kid just needs to learn how to move mm -hmm. properly and control their body and gain some yeah. body awareness and stuff like that. So like general fitness GPP is going to cover all of those domains, yeah. which then ultimately as they get older and their body matures and can handle the more specific stuff, you're going to have better results and better adaptation at the end of it. So they're going to get more out of it, mm -hmm. but you know, it, it's not as pretty or um, attention grabbing as all the sports specific stuff. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that would be my answer. It was interesting. A few of your um, hockey kids were in our group classes for a little bit. And it was interesting to see how like they survived group class fine, but our members who do this constantly varied stuff day in and day out were a little bit more successful than these hockey kids who are used to the stuff that you program for them. Yeah. And it I was mean, very cool. And to watch I that. would say it's also an exposure thing yes. too. You know, they're not doing sure. all of these movements because in their journey, it's not right. It's not sports specific for yeah. them. Right. So some of these movements were brand new for yeah. them as where our members have been with yeah. doing this stuff over time mm -hmm. and time again. But again, mm -hmm. that's just like one GPP versus sports specific yeah. and sort of the lapse that can create, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. or the gap rather. Yeah, for sure. Um, when we talk about GPP and programming, what kind of things do you keep in mind when you're like programming a GPP program? That is a lot of programs. So there's a couple variants that you need to take into account, like energy systems. Mm -hmm. You need to take into account uh, the types of workouts you're doing. So making sure that all the modalities are being included and in what range and what style. Mm -hmm. And then also time, um, you know, intention behind the workout. Mm -hmm. And so that varies day to day, but it, it is thought out and progressed properly. But how you pair those things together you know, it's simplistic, but it's elegant, right? Like mm -hmm. to yeah. make sure that you're getting the most well-rounded program for your clients. So that mm -hmm. means like maybe one day is a heavy day where we focus on one specific movement and the goal is like a three rep max or something. And that's all you're doing is just that movement and lifting it to try and find the next day. It's going to be something super aerobic based, not using barbells or dumbbells, just body weight, and maybe some modality machines like a rower, or whatever. And you're trying to work for 20 plus minutes, mm -hmm. you know, and then and might another day might be something in the middle where it's like 10 to 12 minutes and we're using some dumbbells and some body weight stuff. And now we're doing some gymnastics things. So different time domains, different modalities, and then making sure that you're eliciting the right type of response out of your energy systems that you're looking for. Well, and I think that can tie back to into why we're so big on like intention of workouts, because mm -hmm. if you don't pay attention to that, you are missing out on what that workout is supposed to give you. And it is clearly the, the coaches programming, um, set there for a reason. Mm -hmm. Right. That's cool. And that would be another one, right? Like, I, I mean, Fran is the easiest one to make an example of 21, 15, nine thrusters, pull-ups. That like that is supposed to be a two to three minute workout. Yeah. And that is fast, unbroken, and light. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden a 65 pound thruster for you is not light, but you're struggling through 21 reps and it's taking you 12, 13 minutes. Yeah. Like that's you, a different workout. It's right? a different workout. Yeah. When today was supposed to be part of your anaerobic system, you've now made it an aerobic workout. Yeah. So intention, like, and we've done many episodes and many things on mm -hmm. that. 
is so important. Mm -hmm. And I mean, if you as the coach standing there are the one that's giving that information and you need to understand that. But I think that can speak volumes as to why having a coach or being part of a program is super important. So you're not just going to your global gym doing your typical fav favorite things or always just working in that same energy system and not eliciting these other effects that you can get. And that brings you back to GPP and sort of, you know, everyone looks at their workouts the night before they're waiting for it to show up and it pops up at eight o'clock and all of a sudden you see something on the list that, oh man, I don't like that. I'm going to cherry pick that. Mm -hmm. That's a chink in your armor, yeah. in your GPP armor. You know, those are the days that you need to be there to work on that skill or that foundation or that movement, whatever it is, so that you can work on filling that chink in your armor, mm -hmm. you know, because at the end of the day, GPP is what you're chasing. That's going to make you a more fitter human being to be able to increase your quality of life, right? Like, yeah, I don't like running 5k, but if a 5k runs on there, I'm going to try and do it because I know that I need to get better in that yeah. type of thing. And I think, um, GPP really shines in our master's program as well. Like that, like you can't get any more GPP there because we are literally preparing them for everything they have to do in life, preparing them for aging and what that looks like. Um, we did some single leg and single arm stuff this week and it's like, hey, what happens if you need a knee replacement and you now only have one good leg? You better have the ability to stand up on that one leg or to sit down on that one leg or to step on one leg. Like this is why this stuff's important. So I like that that translates so well into that population. Um, it's really cool to see that. And the fact that you have to have that conversation in that aspect, you know, I find, not... they, I find they buy in better. Right. And yeah. it's like, Oh yeah. Or that has happened to me. And I did struggle or like, Hey, we're doing hang power cleans with dumbbells. Cause this looks like you picking your child or your grandkid up to give them a hug or whatever. So it, it literally is GPP like black and white. It's cool. And we've always prefaced it as that to even our new clients coming into foundations. Like yeah. the more you can make the movements relatable to stuff that they do in their real life, the yeah. more they begin to understand it. Yeah. The most common places I see that is like you said, Olympic lifting yeah. for them to understand why the hip extension is important. Well, yeah. it's putting your water cooler jug up on the water cooler, yeah. but then also push-ups. Mm -hmm. you know, everyone's so used to doing push-ups one way and now we're telling you to do them another way but have you ever pushed your car in snow? Yeah. You know, like that's, yeah, that's the essence of it. That's why we do push-ups the way that we do, because I want to know that when it's January and you pull off on the side of the road and can't get out of the ditch. You know how to do it. Exactly. Yeah. Or at least you have the physical strength to do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or the thought to do it this way versus a different yeah. way. Right. Yeah. Any other thoughts on GPP? Or even specialization for that matter. Like I've done personally all of those aspects mm -hmm. and for, for variance of things, right? Like I trained specifically to be better at basketball before I even knew what CrossFit mm -hmm. was. I've done the five by fives. Let's just bodybuild, you know, stuff like that. And as a whole, I have always been my fittest when I've been doing CrossFit. And it's funny because you look back, you know, you get into CrossFit is so exciting when you first start, but like when you really get into it after, you know, a year or so, even a six months or so, mm -hmm. you have this like thought where, man, if I would have done this earlier, I would have been so much better at X, Y, Z, right? Mm -hmm. When I first found CrossFit, I was like, man, I would have been way better at basketball if I would have known about this. Right. 
And even when you like watch the teens class or something, you just stand there and you watch it like, I would have been so much better if I would have had this as a kid. Yeah. And that's just like truly understanding that the impacts of everything that GPP can, can give for your overall fitness and then how that translates into the more specific things you want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I love having conversations with people that I want to be better at, or I want to do this because I want to be able to kayak or whatever it might be. Right. And like, you would, you wonder how like a bunch of pull-ups are going to make you better at, at whatever this thing is that you want to do. But no, that's just because you're increasing the capacity of your fitness. Like yeah. that's good. Mm-hmm. And I think the one thing that GPP programming does, and clearly you saying that doing CrossFit, it has made you the most fit you have been based on other programs you follow. Um, they talk a lot about the 10 general physical skills and CrossFit touches on all of those where when we go into specialization, you use, usually lose bits and pieces of that. So for those who don't know the 10 general physical skills, I should have these memorized, but I don't. Um, She's so, looking at her phone right now. I, I could I could do it. Could you do it? I think so. Okay, go. I'll test you then. Okay. There, that table turned very quickly. Go. If I don't get these... <laughs> Now I feel like I want to do them, but okay, go. Endurance, stamina, power, strength, cardio, uh, not cardio? No. Or did I? Under okay. Yeah. Um, agility, coordination, uh, flexibility. Did I say strength? Yeah. Oh, what are the two I'm missing? Power. I know I said power. Oh, did you say power? Balance. I said that balance, coordination, agility, accuracy. Um, did you say speed? No, there you go. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, to review, (laughs) (laughs) cardio, respiratory, endurance, uh, stamina, strength, flexibility, power, speed, coordination, agility, balance, and accuracy. And like everything we do in CrossFit covers Covers all that, which is super important. It was funny when we did our ATC course, we talked about, so our advanced theory course, we talked about the 10 general physical skills and I made them, um, or as a group, we broke those down and what they looked like in real life and what they looked like in like a sports specific place and what they looked like in CrossFit. And it was really just neat to see them kind of make those realizations and how important it is to have that sort of well-rounded GPP training because it crosses so much over into that real life situation. Yeah. That was really cool. And my favorite part from like somebody on the outside is who doesn't really understand CrossFit or hasn't been immersed in the culture and the methodology behind Mm it is like what you do is so random. Like there's no, there's nothing to it. It's just random. Like, Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm going to go and do this one day and the next day I'll do it. Like there's nothing Mm -hmm. to it. And I always just kind of sit back and laugh. Like, there is so much to it. If only you knew what the inside looked like. And arguably our members don't even know what that inside looks like. Like this is, this is the behind the scenes, the spreadsheet, the planning, the 10 years of effort that has gone into perfecting what this needs to look like for our clients. Like if only you knew. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I think it was cool. Those people who were part of our advanced theory course kind of got a sneak peek of it and they understood and I think one day after, right after advanced theory, somebody came up to me and she was like, is it not redundant that we're doing these two movements together? (laughs) I had to laugh because we talked about like complementary movements and redundancy and all of that stuff. And it's like, there's a time and a place. And as long as there's some awareness, it's okay. But it was just this funny thing because 
again, the majority of our population here doesn't know, but some of them do know. So it was just neat to see her apply that. That was cool. The best overall way to gain fitness and apply your fitness, I would say. Mm -hmm. And then generally, and I'm going to just maybe go a little bit further, like because you're working on these 10 skills and domains at all times through CrossFit, like the impact that that has on health, yeah. you know, because like, say you specialize in something where you're not focusing on your strength building or your flexibility for that matter. Mm -hmm. So then you've got stuff like your bone density being affected mm -hmm. and that's a health thing, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. that you're not working on your cardio necessarily. So maybe your heart is suffering a little bit, you know, your heart needs exercise too. And that comes in certain ways in certain doses. Mm -hmm. So I, I, like, I love accuracy. It's not one that you would think about very often, but when's the last time you thought about what goes into a wall ball yeah. and even more so maybe in the building that we're in because of the types yes. of walls that we have here, yeah. but like accuracy is actually really important. That's your ability to walk up to a curb and know where to put your foot as you lift it up. So simple things like that seems simple, but you have to really think about it where you would apply those things. Yeah it's more than just like shooting a target or hitting a golf ball into a hole. Like, yeah. you know, I would say that those are the, the neuromuscular ones are the ones that go first. And yet those are the ones that we probably work on the most. I would yes. say that we're working on it when you don't think you actually are yeah. like dead bugs in our workout today. <laughs> like that's a neuromuscular movement as much as it is other things. Like we're teaching yeah. you about your body awareness yeah. where your body is in space. Mm -hmm. Which I would say if you're not doing GPP, those ones are probably not getting targeted at Abs all. No, absolutely. Well, or not at all, but like in different ways. And I would say there's less awareness brought to targeting those areas. I think it depends on what the spe specifies oh, freaking word, <laughs> what the specialization is. As yes. like my hockey guys, they're working on it, yes. right? But I'm Skating like on a one-inch blade. Yeah. Like gen pop, yeah. if you're going to the gym just Somebody doing five-by-five's yeah. bodybuilding program is definitely not yeah. working on something Or I'm just like going to cycle through these machines today, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, yes, yeah, specialization, obviously it's there, but I think just more gen general population, those things would definitely be lacking. Yeah. But arguably super important. And then, so if you are one of those people listening to this who doesn't do CrossFit and has your own program that you're following, like we challenge you to just simply break it down. Like see if you can figure out what your program is lacking. And then if you do figure out what it's lacking, are you willing to visit those things? Right? Like mm -hmm. I get it. Some people, again, it just comes back to like cherry picking, not wanting to do the things you're not good at or don't enjoy mm -hmm. generally will sort of what's the word I'm looking for generally like we'll guide ourselves to yeah, the things we want to do right yeah. yeah yeah but then and then the next challenge I think after that would be if you included those where would you benefit in your everyday life yeah. from doing that something as simple as being able to keep up with your kids or your grandkids yeah I think that's the biggest one that comes out of our master's program like I can run with my grandkids I would say that GPP is probably one of the most misunderstood pieces of CrossFit Top three, I would say. Would you argue that it's super simple though? Mm -hmm. But you only realize that once you understand yeah. it, right? Yeah. Simple in what way? 
I don't think it's simple to program for. No, to understand the simple, importance of it. Yeah. Yes. No, I don't think it's simple to program. No. 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 I just think to understand why it's so important and how it impacts your life and honestly why this is the best way. Yeah. To improve I, your life. I agree. Yeah. And I think that's one of those you gotta be well, you don't have to be inside it to realize it. You just have to be open-minded enough to understand it. Yes. Yeah. It's the naivety and the closed-mindedness on the outside that don't want to understand it, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cool. I'm giving a talk to um, a bunch of retired teachers in September. And Ooh. like, yeah, I got invited to talk to some teachers. Um, and this is like going to be my approach to why what we're doing here is so important and why they need to a come or consider coming to improve their quality of life. So cool. Yeah. All right. GPP. We just geeked out over CrossFit again. I like that. It's been a while. <laughs> okay, it's cool. While. GPP. If you notice so here's our, we always end on like a question or something. And we, and I love getting the responses. I'm not going to lie. I love We got that. some good pie responses. <laughs> <laughs> From our last episode. Yeah. Um, share with us where the greatest awareness of your increase, like with your GPP work has created in your real life. Like where has GPP impacted your real life the most for you? That's what we want to know. What would your answer be? Um, I don't know if I have a specific, a specific one because I think it just is like this daily thing of like doing hard stuff. Like I got to carry water softener bags. I don't think twice about having to pick them up. I just pick up and go like it's, or, and stuff like that. Like it just makes everyday life things easier you cross this so you only have to make one trip with the grocery I do bags every time and i joke about it every time i do farmers carry with clients or something it's like this is why i crossfit so i only have to carry groceries in one trip and every time i do it i say it to myself but it, like i think it just makes life easier mm -hmm. i noticed it big when i was teaching dance um just overall ability to jump and talk at the same time you wouldn't think you wouldn't need like to train for that but like doing crossfit made it easier for me to move and teach at the same time because that was required when i was teaching dance that's like, cool yeah like have you ever tried to jump and talk for 30 seconds it's hard handstand push-up teaching is hard also hard <laughs> yeah, yeah that one's a little bit harder i would say i usually try to teach before i go upside down <laughs> Um, yeah, just things like that when I was teaching dance made a big difference or just like my ability to like demo and all of that stuff was crazy. How about you? Um, things like cutting down trees in my yard. I remember one time Mark was treating seed in his shed one day and this was when a long time ago. And the seed bags were like 40 pounds or something. And he's like, you got to carry these seed bags and then you got to carry them back and do all this stuff. And he didn't think I could do it. And I was like, come on. And then I did. 
Yeah. But like just, yeah, everyday real life things, I guess. We're just, it's cool because like I, you know, I'm, I ref, I, I do all that stuff. And at the time, like I was competitively crossfitting. Right. So I know that I had fitness and saw that in everyday real life, but like the work of life. Mm-hmm. Well, I think for the female population like that, it's maybe a little bit more rel- or not relevant. It's more like readily available. I would say it's more impactful. Yeah. It's empowering. Yes. Yeah. I feel like guys just take that for granted sometimes, but for us, it's like, yeah, I did that. I can carry two salt bags. I can. Sometimes I still let the guy carry them. <laughs> you don't. Do you actually? Mark goes and gets them now. Oh. <laughs> it was the water cooler jug when you go up to pay for them at the co-op at our old, old gym. <laughs> they would have, Do you want help with that? And I'd be like, yeah. Oh, I always say no and I love it. I was just lazy. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, that's all of you. <laughs> I just like to prove people wrong that I could do something. All right, anyway. GPP. Yeah. Cool. General physical preparedness. There you go. <laughs> Got it right. All right, episode 55. As always, follow our socials, Facebook, Instagram. Um, share with us where your GPP has made the biggest impact in your life. We want to hear it. Thanks for listening. Yeah.